it. <laughs> so excited. It's been a long ass fucking I time. I don't. I know it was the whole summer, but <sighs> it was all such a blur that I don't know how long it's been. We don't even know how to act anymore, guys. I don't know how to be a human. Uh uh-uh. uh. <clears throat> it's been a crazy ride. How was your summer? What did you do? I went to Disneyland. That's true. I took one big trip and that was it. Yep. Right before school started. Yeah. And then school started. And then school started. And then school's ended. <laughs> and then school's ended for us. <laughs> yeah, we went Not to Disneyland. Much. We even I mean, we really didn't do anything. We did our hikes together. Mm-hmm. Um, we made our kids cry in the heat. Yeah, yep. It was fun. But other than that, really nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I got nothing. Me neither. I, the last year and a half have all been one blob Pretty of much. pandemic time, and I don't, time didn't exist no. <laughs> during that time. I don't know what happened, when, where, why, or how. Mm-mm. Cleaning um, house and being mommies. Yeah, my kids have been... Like, literally up and around the corner of my butthole <sighs> for a long time. I can't even go anywhere. Mm-mm. He puts it, Bradley puts his fingers under the door when I go pee. Oh. <laughs> I, I I'd literally, be swatting I, that shit I something. kick him. I kick him. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm going pee. <laughs> or is it better? Are you going poop or are you going pee? Oh, my God. I hate that. Taylor just does that to me. Does she? Are you going poop? I love it when they do that in a public stall. Oh, God. <laughs> but we took a trip, too. We did. Uh, we yes. went to the coast with all the kids. Just us. Just it the was two of us. It was so fun. It was really fun. I, I bitched at the kids a lot, but it was fun. She did not. <laughs> she did. really did not. They, it was fine. It was awesome. It was. We had a little cabin at Patrick's Point in Trinidad. And we just walked around a lot, which was, it was just beautiful. It, it was, was perfect. I beached don't do the up. ocean. Yeah, no, I was going <laughs> to say beached it up a little bit. I'm definitely afraid of the ocean. I'm definitely mm-hmm. afraid of the unpredictability of the ocean. Yeah, it's scary. We were down on the beach at one point, and I just stayed away from the waves with Wyatt. Because... She just stayed near, like, the trail back up. Yeah. She's like, I'm ready to fucking bolt out of here Journey, at any moment. <laughs> pretty much. Journey was out there with the kids near the ocean, and I was back with Wyatt, and this guy comes up randomly out of fucking nowhere and was like, I just want to see where the trail is out. We had some pretty sneaky waves that came in and took out a couple of families yesterday. Yeah, and what the I'm fuck like, does that even mean? Did they fall over or did they die? You don't fucking know. It's <laughs> a very but eerily, eerily vague term to say to a stranger. He could not walk up to Journey where all the kids were and let her know. Yeah. He decided to pick the lone wolf with the autistic child. That was obviously That's... like not fucking about it. No. You did not want to participate in the ocean. No. No. <laughs> Just because I have kids there. But, yeah. But, uh,. Next year will be better. I think we've officially decided that for my 30th birthday in March, we're going to... I think we're really going to try to rent out the Mackie Mansion for oh, a night. Oh, I know. That's going to be so much It'd be fun. crazy if we could make, like, a weekend out of it and do both yes. places in the Washoe Club. I would totally be down. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to force me because I'm a chicken shit, but... I'd have to force would, you to do that because I know you want to. I want to. Like, I don't think you'd have to force me to do it, but somebody's going to be holding my fucking pocket when I'm in there. <laughs> pocket. <laughs> Like, somebody's going to have to be holding Holding my pocket. Oh, my God. Yes. 
We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll get a group together of safety and numbers or the illusion of safety and numbers. Right. <laughs> the only thing that I think that I've been doing this whole time is like lazily trying to work on like spirituality mm-hmm. stuff, which is really fun. I have new tarot decks and just trying to tap into like new mindsets and stuff like that, which I think I'll go into detail. I think maybe I'll talk about it more sometime. I'm one of those people that I have a hard time seeing like the steps to take to get to something. And so when I see a big task like that, I see like the whole picture and it's really overwhelming. So I usually just give up and I don't try things. (laughs) (laughs) So I barely dipped my toes in, but I don't know. It's really interesting. It's neat because I've never, I've never been religious and I've never Mm -hmm. been like really spiritual except like believing in ghosts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it's fun. It's calming. I'm just trying to get into a much more calm mindset with it is really Mm -hmm. like the overall. Anywho, I guess, uh, yeah, dipping my toes in. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Like tarot, I'm like still wrapping my mind around and I'm not practicing as much as I should and Mm -hmm. it overwhelms me. So it, it leaves me more timid, but I'll get there. Yeah. I think, I think overthink everything. Mm -hmm. So I would have a hard time with dipping my toes into it. I find it fucking interesting, you know, don't get me wrong, but for me personally, like getting to do all that stuff, I overthink everything. Same. And I think that's why it's kind of overwhelming for me too, because I, yeah, I'm an overthinker and I think a lot, a big part of that is using your intuition, which is like not overthinking and just like quickly going with your gut. And so if you start thinking too much it really it, it's not it does that's not how it works yeah so that would, i would have to work on myself yeah to exactly try to it's really hard into, to i was actually thinking about that on the way over here oh really <clears throat> I didn't know that. yeah about tarot in general or? just about spirituality yeah. finding myself you yeah. know what i mean just kind of my mind was kind of going all over mm-hmm. the place mm-hmm. um, on the way over here so yeah i was like thinking how i just like overthink everything yeah you know over questioning over you know yeah so i would have to work on myself to even think about that kind of thing yeah to or, get to that point of yeah. like openness i think that's like if there's one really neat thing i think about like religion and spirituality it's that sense of like peace and comfort and mm-hmm. safety that it gives you as long as you don't take it too far into like intentionally being too naive or you know what i mean yeah. i don't know and i say that with a grain of salt because <laughs> i think religion can be a really dangerous thing or Mm -hmm. not dangerous necessarily but can turn into a really inappropriate thing for like a vast majority of people without getting too much into that but I do think there's something beautiful in the fact that like people can rest a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and it's yeah I'm starting to like get that feeling a little bit and it's actually really nice I just need to figure out how to shut my fucking mind up so much that my monkey brain is what it's called yeah but anyway I guess uh I'm journey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we didn't even say it we just started we just went into it we're we're so eager to do this i'm sure anybody that's listening already knows who we are anyway yeah. <laughs> it's just I'm our miranda. family i'm miranda by this the is way. i dabble podcast i figured our first time back in a while we'd just do something fun for now and then get spooky later mm-hmm. so for we're both gonna do a little bit of a little bit of fun today and so for mine i i gathered a few stories of something i decided to look into something that i've never dabbled in Mm-hmm. which is dating so because <laughs> i have been off the market since i was 16 <laughs> so uh, i thought it would be fun to look up some like terrible dating stories mm-hmm. and just kind of read them 
So I guess we should probably just get to it. It's been a long time enough now. <laughs> all right. So this one is from, I think I got five. And if they don't take too long, I'll read all five. Okay. So this one's from Reddit, um, from the user, The Doubtful Guest. <laughs> and this one, uh, this one's actually from a, a waiter or waitress. I'm not sure if it's a male or female at a restaurant that was observing a date. So this one says, to preface... I work in a restaurant where we make our own ketchup, and some people just don't like it. Fine, whatever. If you're nice, I'll bring you a secret Heinz ketchup, as long as you don't tell anyone. Anyway, a woman was seated at my table looking super excited and tells me she's on a blind date. She orders a glass of wine and waits anxiously. So this dude shows up on his phone, ignores my hostess, and eventually finds this beautiful woman waiting for him. He continued to talk on his phone for like 15 minutes, and when he finally hung up, I went to the table. He tried to order for her, which obviously embarrassed her, and is really douchey, <laughs> and for himself, he ordered a well-done steak and fries. When I brought it to him, I know, I know. <laughs> when I brought it to him, he asked for A1 and real ketchup. When I informed him we had neither, he grunted and said he had ketchup packets in his truck. As soon as he walked out the door, she asked for half the, her half of the check and her food to go. I helped her leave out the side door before he could even come back. It was awkward serving him after that. He used seven ketchup packets. Oh my. God. What a psychopath. Nope. Who orders a well done steak yeah, and I, puts mm -mm. ketchup on it? That's disgusting. You know who who, who eats steak like, like that? Who? Donald Trump. Dude. <laughs> no. Point proven. Psychopath. Ketchup. Come on. Need some horseradish. I love and oh, I've been on a horseradish kick lately. Ugh. Obsessed. So if you like straight horseradish, Cattleman's is. Where oh, they've go. always had the best horseradish. <laughs> I bet they sell it. I'm or like I, I would just know. go by a side. Because we've been to multiple different restaurants and ordered their non-creamy horseradish, mm -hmm. and it doesn't even come close. No, it's not. I don't know why. Cabins. I don't know how. I would go in there and just ask for a side of horseradish <laughs> without even eating there. Right. I don't care. I've gone and t I would buy, I used to buy, like, Little Caesars pizza and then go to Round Table and just buy sides of ranch because they have the best ranch. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do. It's so good. Okay, let's see this one. This one is from, this one's not from Reddit. This one is from from I think a website called Board, Pan Board Panda. Let's see. So this one says, my one and only blind date. A friend of a friend of a friend of my friend, oh, okay, God. Jesus, <laughs> was visiting from out of town and wanted a, quote, night out in the big city. I very reluctantly agreed, and a group date, three couples, was arranged. I suggested a hip-hop dance club that had just opened near me. Which is a weird phrase to hear from yeah. where we live. It's just, it's just so specific. Right. <laughs> My date began the evening by refusing to make any conversation whatsoever, not even to tell me his last name or what he did for a living. He then segued into a repertoire <laughs> of, quote, 101 inward jokes, which just makes me... <laughs> sounds the like they're fuck? from here, dude. It says, quote, or like in parentheses, it says... We six were the only white folks in the place. Oh, my God. Seeing I wasn't impressed, he proceeded to get completely drunk. When I ditched him and began dancing, he started a bar fight that spilled into the parking lot and became a miniature race riot. Oh, my God. 
where my date and his two equally obnoxious, racist, a-hole buddies proceeded to get the ever-loving shit kicked out of them by five or six very big, very pissed off black guys. My friend became hysterical, screaming, can't we all just get along? Oh, no. (laughs) After scrapping half of our number off the asphalt, we tried to load everyone into a van, hoping to avoid the rapidly approaching police sirens. My date refused to move, called me several foul names, then pulled a knife out of his boot and put it in my face. (laughs) Get out! You sound like horror stories, not fucking dicks. (laughs) I looked for the worst dating stories. Dude, I am glad. Look at the bullets we dodged and the knives we dodged. (laughs) I was beyond done with this guy, these people, and this whole scene. I reached into my imaginary bag of Mrs. Potato Head accessories, put in my angry voice and crazy eyes, and told him, go ahead, try it, and we'll see which one of us goes home in pieces. <laughs> he got in the van without another word. The next day, he told my friend he thought I was really cool and asked her if I'd go out with him again. <laughs> On what planet oh did he think that that went well? <laughs> I wish, I wish you guys could see my face. <laughs> she, she, there's, it's gone. You are so guys confused. Are so I'm... freaking stupid. Just say it. <sighs> that was stupid. Yes. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> okay, let's see. Palm. Donk. Donk. This one's a little bit on the longer side. All right. Bad dates don't just happen when you're young. She was 48, me 52. We'd been seeing each other for about a month. She lived in the suburbs and me in town. Since I had a more flexible schedule, I usually went out her way. One day, I asked her if there was anything she'd especially like to do for a date. To my surprise, she told me she'd like to go to one of the more notorious strip clubs in town. Surprised, but intrigued, I agreed. The next Saturday night, she met me at my house, and we went to the club. I had $101 bills with me. And she proceeded to drink heavily and tip everyone. It was an absolute scream and better than I could have wished. I looked forward to getting her back to my house. That just started out horrible. It's weird. It's just very weird. It sounds like something's brewing in the wrong way. So club time ended and we drove to my house. We walk in and up the stairs to my bedroom. And there's my 10-year-old old English sheepdog on his bed snoozing. The lady had met Quincy. I guess Quincy's the dog. The lady had met Quincy before and decided to say hello again. Before I could stop her, she pranced over to my snoozing dog, bent over, grabbed his head, and tried to rub noses with him while shrilling at him. Old and harshly woken, Quincy nipped her nose. Oh, shit. Surprised? I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) She yelled and pulled back, nose bleeding, blood oozing through her hands, runs to the bathroom, I follow to see her dabbing her nose, cursing, maybe a 1.5-inch gash down one side of the bridge of her nose. Not that bad, really. No. Could have been worse. (laughs) Yeah. Much, yeah. My lady instantly sobered up, continued cursing and storming out of the house as I watched her drive away. I was still trying to process what happened in the last three minutes. She didn't respond to my call or text that night. The next day, Sunday, she continued to not respond. I'm thinking she and I might be done. Monday at noon, I get a call from my county's animal service. 
Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I was to bring Quincy and surrender him to the county for a two-week quarantine. It seems my lady went to the hospital Saturday night after she left my house, and the hospital filed a vicious dog bite report. Oh, God. I know, the drama. So Quincy and I went to animal services. Big, gentle, slow, clearly old sheepdog melted the heart of the lady we spoke with. Talking fast, I pointed out his age and shared what happened. Animal services decided that Quincy could quarantine at home if he never left their property or never left our property and he had gotten seen by our vet and gotten cleared for rabies. Agreed. We dodged a bullet. He was going to cost or was going to cost a little money for the vet, but my old dog could remain at home. That was Monday. Tuesday rolls around and I receive a special delivery letter from an attorney. It seems my lady friend wasn't happy. The letter informed me that I had to reimburse her for the hospital expense she incurred and for the expected plastic surgery to correct any damage or scarring of her pristine and delicate nose. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How petty. For fuck's sake. It says, lovely. She lawyered up. The shit got serious. (laughs) Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. The next day, I contacted my attorney and explained the situation, which, first of all, can you imagine just, like, having an attorney? Right. It's like, let me call my attorney. Right. Well, let me, let me just call him up. No, not me. Dial. Let me call the public defender's office and see if I can get any general information that they <laughs> right? can give me without me having to pay $500. <laughs> uh, my attorney is a little bulldog of a lady and an animal lover, so she dived right in. She promised to do a little research and contact the lady's attorney. Thursday, I am sweating. Thoughts going through my head. Cost of plastic surgery out of pocket. Ouch. Finally, my attorney calls me early afternoon. Turns out that in my state, an animal in his home has rights. Seems he can defend himself if a stranger is aggressive. After being confronted with this information and a full account of our date night, my lady's attorney decided to drop the case. Phew. Never did I see or hear from that lady friend again. I reached out repeatedly to apologize, but no response. I still have Quincy. He's 15 now. I joke with my friends and family that Quincy is an ex-con, then share the story. (laughs) Gentle old guy, and all he wanted was to snooze. I had high hopes for my lady. I thought we were on a good track. The combination of a strip club, alcohol, and an old English sheepdog likely saved me from a huge mistake. See, I'm so old. I don't (laughs) even like going to bars. There's nothing to do. (laughs) No, I I could go play pool. Like, I'll go to a pool hall. Yeah. Does that mean I'm boring? I'm boring. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I'm boring. Yeah, not too bad. You're just content. I am. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. See, that's part of my... much to excite me. Yeah, no, that's part of my... You gotta stop. You gotta use more self-affirmations. You're not boring. You're just content. Yes. There you go. Okay, let's see. Two more. One shorter one and then one kind of longer one, and that's it. Okay. But the longer one is cracked me up. I think I laughed out loud when I read oh, it. Oh, gosh. Okay, so this one is from Reddit, sweatshirt1124. <laughs> they say, I went out with a guy I knew for quite a while and who had been begging to take me out to dinner for some time. I didn't really like him too much, but I thought I would give him a chance. He insists on picking me up and paying for a dinner at a pretty nice restaurant. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> the date begins with him showing up late to him picking me up. Whatever. Stuff happens. In the car, we're talking, and I mentioned I couldn't be out very late because my sitter needed to get home by 10 p.m. His response was something along the lines of, 
damn, your asshole baby daddy's already cock-blocking me, huh? Yeah, and that's when I would be turning around. And... I'd say, actually, my babysitter's going home now because I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, that's exactly what I would. Can you believe somebody would say that? Oh, yeah. But that's not even what she said. She just said the babysitter. Yeah. Oh, and then he says, looks like I'll have to kick some ass. Oh, <laughs> this God. guy knew nothing about the situation with my daughter's father and had no right to say that. Fair point. Yes. <laughs> we continue to dinner and eat. Afterwards, when it comes time to pay, his card was declined. So I pay as he swore swore up and down that he had money in his account. He decided to check it online and then said, oh, yeah, whoops, I forgot about the new Xbox. I'll pay you back when I can, though. How fucking embarrassing. You don't think that motherfucker planned that? No, I know he did, but how embarrassing. Yeah. I, I dread, no matter what happens, if I go to a gas station... No matter how small the price is, mm-hmm. I'm scared my fucking card's going to get declined. Especially for a big... Per- I just went grocery shopping today, and I know that there was, like, lots of money in my account, but every time I swipe every my card... Every time, yeah. I don't Same know why. Here. Every a- time. And then I never check my bank account, because I'm scared. I always, I'm always like, low. I'm always checking my fucking bank well, account. Well, I can't Making overdraw sure. mine, so... Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll pay you back when I can, though. Driving back to drop me off, he then asks if I'd like to go to a bar. I told him no, and he asked and asked to be taken home to my child. He continued driving to the bar and stated, I just want one drink. My ex-girlfriend will be there. You'll make her so jealous. Oh, God. I told him that if he didn't take me home immediately, I was calling 911 to say I was being kidnapped. Good for you. Seriously. Fuck that guy. Dude. God. Yeah, there's no way in hell I ever want to date. What? I don't want to get to know anybody else. That's so much work. You don't friends know what friends is one thing. Friends is one thing. Yeah. But to try to find somebody to spend your fucking life with or date, you don't know what their fucking past Mm-mm. is. Especially at our age. Yeah, it's different now, too. Yeah. yeah Most everybody young. has kids. Yeah. You don't know their situation. Yeah. You don't know what they've been through. I, don't, I wouldn't want Or what their other mm-hmm. exes have been through with them. Like I would not even. Mm-mm. After Nathan, I am. Nope. <laughs> if he dies tomorrow. Yep. It's that's nobody. it. That's it. <laughs> no, you're an I've old maid. I've got my kids. I will. Yeah, You'll no, die an old maid. I will die a fucking old maid. <laughs> nobody would. I, nobody else could handle how fucking weird I am, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to fucking put on nice clothes and yeah. pretend that I don't throw my hair up in a bun every day. Right. I don't want to pretend that I'm, like, shower interested in all these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't shower oh, every day. I don't want to have to do that. Oh, my yeah. God. Can you imagine having to shave every time you nope. saw somebody? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I knew they did. Like dating. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> okay, last one. I told Nathan, though. No. Mm-hmm. If I die, you're crawling in this fucking casket with me, bitch. <laughs> or I'll be back Till to death. haunt your ass. Till fucking death. <laughs> All right, go on. Well, you're fine. Okay, last one. This one says, happened to my cousin. Not to me, my cousin. And I will tell this story until I die. Her and I lived together at the time. She was working at a tanning salon. She mentions this guy, Vaughn, that started coming in. And he's always really hot and flirts with her. So I guess two weeks after back and forth flirting, Vaughn asks her out on a date. She comes home, gets all prettied up. I wish her luck. Tell her to please call me if she decides to stay over so I know she's okay. And then in parentheses, she's a few years younger than me, and I have no idea who this guy is. Anyways, which is, that those are the kind of people you want in your corner. Yeah. <laughs> 
She ends up calling me about five hours later, hysterical, bawling her eyes out. Can't understand a word. All I can make out is, I'm at the hospital. My car is at blah, blah, blah address. Please go get it, then come pick me up. So my boyfriend and I go get her car, and we drop it off at our house. Then my boyfriend decides to pick up a couple of his buddies along the way because it sounds like someone needed an ass kicking. We had no idea what was going on. We get to the hospital, and she's outside shivering. It's terrifying. That's awful. It gets better. Oh, God. A man is standing near her, not beside her. He looks worried, and she looks like hell. She jumps in the car and screams, Just drive! Me being mad as fuck, I say to the guy, Are you Vaughn? He looks like he's going to cry at any second. He says, Yes, please don't be mad. I brought her here. I had to. She didn't want me to. Please let me explain. My cousin is in absolute hysterics at this point, punching the back of my seat. Please go! I said, I don't have time to listen to you. She wants to go home. I need to take care of her. We drive home. I keep asking, what the fuck happened? Please tell me now. Did he hurt you? Do we need to call the cops? Her response is, no, please. Nothing like that. I'll tell you at home. Not in front of other people. Because they picked up all those guys. Yeah. So I left it at that. Dying inside to know, um, as anybody would be. Right. I would be like, no, tell me in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> so we get home. I tuck her in bed, give her some tea, try to calm her down. Every time she tries to start explaining, she buries her face and cries. Finally, I get it out of her. After she left our house, she met him at his house. They talked and had coffee, and he asks what she'd like to do. She suggests a movie. He said, okay, let's go to Blockbuster. <laughs> Which is very telling of the times. Also, I miss Blockbuster so much. I remember they always had like the ready to go um, like snack boxes. Yeah, they had like the popcorn and inside they Mm -hmm. had like some candies and those were so exciting. Renting games too was like awesome. The best thing ever. Yeah. Okay, so they go to Blockbuster. This is where it all starts. They pick their movie and head to the cashier. She says she doesn't feel so good and then remembers waking up on the floor. I know. And it still didn't explain what happened to her. I know. Okay. Vaughn told her she passed out and hit her head pretty hard on the counter. She said he was begging her to go to the hospital right then and there. She said, no, I'll be fine. Let's just go watch the movie. He agrees. They go back to his place. He keeps asking if she's all right, if she would please change her mind and go to the hospital. She says no over and over. She says she doesn't remember falling asleep. But she guessed that's what happened. It's fucking terrifying. Like, you're going to (laughs) die. What the fuck? Poor fucking guy. I know. I know. Because suddenly she wakes up urgently needing to shit and vomit. She has no idea the layout of this guy's house. So she scrambles to the floor feeling dizzy again and starts literally crawling, asking where the washroom is. He tries picking her up to take her, but she said she couldn't hold back. Throws up all over his floor, all over him, shits in her pants. She starts crying. You okay? (laughs) Covering your mouth. I see so much secondhand embarrassment for her right now. (laughs) She said he was so concerned. He didn't even care. And he just took her to the bathroom to finish. I know. While they made it to the bathroom, she said she pulls her pants down. Before she makes it to the toilet and shits like a parrot (gasps) all over the walls. (laughs) I would crawl my fucking ass out of there. No wonder. She's like, just go. (laughs) He gently, what? 
what a nice man. He gently closes the door and says, pass me your clothes. And he has something for her to wear. She agrees and does so. She said she stopped vomiting and shitting and finally agreed to go to the hospital. He takes her there. And then shortly after I got that phone call. While she's telling me this, I'm laughing so hard, crying, rubbing her head, and wondering if this is all a joke. No, because they ended up getting married, and we bring this up at least once a year. Oh, I was going to say, that's... He's the, the one. one. Yeah. <laughs> I had to end it on a, a good note. That oh, one was God. so that's fun. That's cute. I know. I was so concerned. I was like, oh, my God, this guy brutalized this woman. <laughs> By now she just shit herself shit from a all over apparent like, massive head injury. Like what the hell? I loved it. Oh, immediately after she like sprayed the wall, I, I, I'm like, <laughs> she's he's the one. Yeah, for and he's sure. just like, I have something for you to wear. I'll wash these That's for you. Sweet. What a sweet baby. I know. <laughs> well, that was interesting and makes me, of course. Never want to date. Nope. Of course. I'm content. Sometimes I'm like, man, I like missed out on a lot of shit. But then nope. I see things like that. And I'm like, nope. nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, it I'm does with my awful. lifer. Yeah, thank goodness. He's fucking stuck with my fucking ass. <laughs> on that note, look out for the next one. Miranda's got something fun, too. I do. So we will see you. Well, I guess in a minute. Yeah, yeah. And then every week from now on because we are back. We are back. And yeah. this is what we're doing. We I need we need it. Mhm. What is that? It's Bambi at the door. All right, I got to fucking let my dog in. I'll see you. I'll see you bye. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>